This podcast episode was recorded live by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med at the 2022 ASH Annual Meeting in New Orleans. Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Uh, today we're here at the ASH Annual Meeting. I'm here with Dr. Serjan Verstovsek, and he is here to tell us about his posters on mamalotinib. So thank you so much for joining today. Well, thank you very much for having me on the program. Great. Very exciting time here at the ASH 2022 in uh, New Orleans and particularly when it comes to new drug development for myelofibrosis, the deadliest of myeloproliferative neoplasms. As we know, this disease is driven by the JAK-STAT pathway or hyperactivity of the JAK-STAT pathway, to be correct, driven by different mutations. We call them driver mutations, JAK2, colorreticular, and MIPO. And the target of therapies that we have so far are uh, aiming to inhibit that uh, hyperactivity. That's why we call them JAK inhibitors. Ruxolitinib, fedratinib, and pacritinib are approved therapies in the United States for uh, different situations uh, in uh, life of patients with malfibrosis. By and large, they control the spleen and symptoms. But the third key parameter that we cannot cover very well at all, and no drug approved for, is the anemia. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really a, a reality. When you ask the doctor why you treat patients with malfibrosis to control the symptomatic splenomegaly, general systemic symptoms, and anemia. And started practice drugs cover the two, but not the anemia. Momelotinib is different. It is JAK1 and 2 inhibitor, but also inhibit ACVR1. Well, that's another target on the liver that is associated with the iron metabolism. It leads to a decrease in hepcidin, the master iron metabolism regulator, and that allows more iron to be available for blood making. So the benefit of momelotinib is in number one, to me as a physician, is improvement in the uh, red blood cells, so a resolution or improvement in the anemia. Best example is elimination of transfusion requirement, so-called transfusion independence. Uh, in the phase three randomized study in the second setting after standard practice ruxolitinib, where that uh, uh, is more critical, showed that about a third of the patients eliminate the need for transfusions or do not become transfusion requiring. In addition, it makes people feel better and it can control the spleen as other JAK inhibitors. So in one pill, one pill a day, you have a drug that can control to a good degree a three cardinal problems with malfibrosis, spleen symptoms and anemia. It's easy to give it, no major side effects. That is uh, uh, then uh, a factor that I love about uh, simplicity, it's simple. You don't need to think about those adjustments, those intensity, meaning how many patients stay on it for a, a prescribed doses, 97%. That tells you there are no toxicities. It's simple, it's safe, and it's effective. We expect this drug to be approved next June in the United States and later next year in the European Union, which will make a major, major difference, particularly for a second-line uh, patients uh, after frontline uh, ruxolitinib. Because anemia is the major reason why people stop ruxolitinib, it compromises the dosing of ruxolitinib, and it's signs of disease progression as well. And in second line setting, we don't have uh, agents that would be able to control it. And mamalotinib will be uh, really a, a useful drug for a great majority of our patients uh, with malfibrosis. It's great. It's very really exciting. Um, and a last factor here is one of the presentations that I also gave on mamalotinib is that you can easily switch from the ruxolitinib, standard first line, mm-hmm. to the second line, momelotinib, there is no worry. They look alike, plus benefit on anemia with momelotinib, therefore there is no concern. If you need to change from ruxolitinib to momelotinib, you can do it overnight. Mm-hmm. 
So what were your two uh, posters specifically focusing on? On the uh, lack of any concern uh, on switching from one to the other right. and then long-term safety. It's very safe. Great. Um, anything else you'd like to share about um, about mamelotinib or about any of the other research that you've seen here? On mamelotinib, because we are making people transfusion independent or preventing them to become transfusion independent, the question was, are there any other benefits? Understanding that anemia is the bad prognostic factor for survival. And guess what? The longer follow-up of the, this phase three randomized study uh, and the follow-up from the prior studies with mamelotinib some years ago, now strongly suggests that, that uh, transfusion independent is a signal for longer survival. Mm -hmm. And so that's extra benefit that we did not expect. But, you know, you discover things as you go. Mm -hmm. The longer the people are treated and benefit on the account of anemia, spleen, and symptoms, the longer they actually live. And the primary marker for that survival benefit is transfusion independence. Quite revealing, and we should think about that when we treat our patients with different drugs. And for this one, we should account that to tell the patients that there is a possibility of life extension. Great. Well, thanks so much for explaining all of this. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you for listening to this podcast recorded live at the 2022 ASH annual meeting by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med. For more expert perspectives on the latest in cancer research and treatment, be sure to subscribe to the podcast at conveymed.io and oncdata.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media for news, exclusive interviews, and more. Thank you.